Welcome to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up with Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels. Are you ready to lead without permission and take the steps needed to live your best life? Whether you want to start the business of your dreams or celebrate your present and future accomplishments, you're definitely in the right place. Now, here are your hosts, Colleen and Dee. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're listening from. You are listening to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Colleen Biggs, and I am joined by the beautiful co-host... I am Dee Daniels, and I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, everybody. So we, um, if you've been listening to our show for a while now, we are growing in listeners. We want to thank everyone that has been loyal to our show and and coming every week. There's uh, two ways for you to listen to us. You can listen to us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Right. And you can also listen to us um, out on Facebook Live. We do videos every week, whether we pre-record or not. We'll have a Facebook video out there uh, for everybody on our Lead Up for Women Facebook page. So if you have not already navigated your way over there, we welcome you to go like our fan page. We have a lot of great stuff that comes out of there, um, a lot of education, a lot of content. Right. Um, right. And and in case you're you're a first-time listener, Lead Up for Women is an organization to uh, empower women to lead their best life. Absolutely. And we That's do what that. We do. Yeah. We do that through putting together a community. We're about building a community of women uh, that bring so much to the table to yes. be able to educate women. And uh, we've got a, a, a magazine that we publish bi monthly. Right. We have a newsletter that goes out uh, every week for Thrive Thursday. Thrive and uh, it's about. A woman that has inspired you to thrive. Mm-hmm. We highlight a woman every week. Um, Once a week. Yep, and it could be you know any any woman with whatever it is that she's she's doing. And then uh, we also have our monthly luncheons. The luncheons, mm-hmm. these amazing amazing panels yeah. uh, uh, with various women all over mm-hmm. um, uh, the different states and yeah. cities that we visit. Yeah. Yeah, doing all different types of uh, business and and uh, making sure that they have something to offer all the women that attend. So Atlanta, we are in Atlanta today yes. uh, doing the luncheon. Super exciting. Uh, it depends on what time you're listening to this. We're either in the middle of it, just starting it, or at the end of it. So, right. uh, Or maybe it was a couple days ago. I don't know when you're listening to the podcast. But the next one is going to be in Philadelphia um, on June uh, that one's going to be on June 13th, and yes. uh, we have special guest Marnie Schneider. I don't know if uh, many of you know Marnie Schneider, but uh, I heard she's a pretty big deal in Philadelphia <laughs> because she's not only the um, she's not only the founder of um, the Keep on Playing Foundation, which is to keep children active. She's been around the NFL for a long time. She's written some books, and she's also the granddaughter of Leonard Tosi, who is the previous owner of the NFL Philadelphia Eagles. Right. And he's the founder of the Ronald McDonald um, House. Yeah. Which isn't that great? I just That's think that amazing. is amazing. We also have Sharon Lontok, who's mm-hmm. the chief of human resources at uh, Title Alliance. They have like eleven locations, uh, or they're in eleven states right. throughout the United States. And Gina Noda also, uh, she's the founder and principal consultant at Connect Source Consulting. And let me tell you, she's a firecracker. We've right. had her on this show before, and uh, she uh, is going to be on the panel as well. So we've got a great panel lined up for Philadelphia, and that one is already halfway sold out. 
So just so everyone knows, Philly. you might want to jump I, on I, and I grab your I think that tickets. has something to do with you're from Philly. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm from New Jersey, but I spent a lot. I was right across the bridge. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. You're, None you're of them are my family that are signed good, up, tell you the truth. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, we had such They're, a big, You know, they wait till the last minute. Oh, know? I know. Yeah. And then we're going to be in Boston in July. Yes. Boston. So if you haven't already, you might want to get your way over to our website, LitaForWomen.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, become a subscriber on our newsletter. Uh, you know, th- these, yeah, become a member. These, you know, uh, we, we use the luncheons to educate and use our platforms that we have, like the radio show and the website, to educate women on why our community is so important for all women, for us to come together and purposefully create this community so right. that we're engaging regularly and intentionally so that we can each elevate each other. Yeah. And you can only do that and have access to all of the goodness that we have to offer being a member, uh, you can, you know, carouse and kind of look around on the website, but to be able to be part of the webinars, to be mm-hmm. able to reach out and connect you have to with become, women. Yeah. yeah, you have to become yeah. a member. Uh, yeah, we, it's very affordable. Very exciting. You we know, have a I've, subscription plan that's monthly. It's very easy, um, you know, to be able to to get the level of service that we're offering and, and right. all the tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a lot to ask for. Yeah, they just just become a member. I I was excited, too. I was looking at uh, some of the stats, and and obviously we talk about how um, we're growing every week, but Mm -hmm. I was looking, and and obviously our U.S. base is growing, but um, we had uh, listeners from Ireland, Mm -hmm. a a pretty big listenership Mm -hmm. uh, uh, from Ireland, Mm -hmm. uh, people listening in China, Mm -hmm. uh, the Bahamas uh, last week, and then uh, France. Maybe Um, we should go do a radio show. You know, that's kind of what I'm saying here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then we had France and uh, Pakistan. Um, I'm wondering if Pakistan was because we had Afsana on. Yeah, and absolutely. she, she um, if, if you haven't listened to that show, go back mm-hmm. and listen to that radio show. Um, love what live what uh, love what you learn and learn what you love. Uh, and that was the show with June Klein and Afsana mm-hmm. Abri. That was the she last grew one. up in Iran, and um, mm-hmm. boy, she yeah, was under story. fire all the time. Yeah. And how she uh, took herself and who she was and stood mm-hmm. out and put her bikini on and went up and laid out on top of the building when they need to be covered head to toe. Yeah. And, and she, she tells that story. Back. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty amazing stand mm-hmm. of, of how she wanted to be an individual, but she grew up in a very scary, a she very did. scary time. And uh, she's going to be a speaker uh, panelist at our um, luncheon today, today that we're having. in so, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I mentioned that, because I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I, I I always keep uh, track of our, our stats and, mm-hmm. and kind of look and see what we're doing and what countries uh, uh, and places that we're picking up. And uh, that I thought was uh, unique because it was directly uh, tied to that particular um, radio show. Yeah. But it yeah. just goes to say we're um, definitely uh, having a global presence mm-hmm. and, and we are excited. There's to women all over women. the world. That's the way I look at it. Absolutely. Just like there's children all over the world. There so women I wanted, all over yeah, the world. <laughs> I wanted to bring up, um, you know, and it, we don't extend just to women. So uh, I know some people ask me why, you know, lead up for women. First of all, I feel like women need a little stronger of a community and a little assistance. And I, I, I use the, uh, the phrase all the time, why, you know, or the question, I ask the question, why is it that women that become CEOs write books? <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> they're writing books to try and wow. help other women learn how they too can get through that path to get to that seat. But it never, it never stops. You mm-hmm. know, you're continuously learning and growing. And so, uh, our membership base is anyone from an entrepreneur to a CEO of you know uh, overseeing seven hundred thousand people. Yes. To um, to women that are executives or in the construction. Uh, industry to owning their own businesses, foundations, right. whatever it's it may right. be. It's right. It's women. Yeah. It, it you know it's open and it, yeah. it it's open for everyone. Yeah. And, and that's how uh, it should be. And it's not. Um, you know, leader from women is not anti-male, and you don't oh, have to no. be anti-male to be pro-woman. No, no my, my co-founder of uh, Lead Up for Women is actually a male. His exactly. Name is David. David. We have David Without here. David, I, yeah, I don't, I, you know, he's the behind the scenes that, that really is uh, such a huge support Absolutely. for women. I'm married to my husband. He Ab- supports yes, us with yes. video and photography, and it really takes a, a huge tribe and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, an army to do what we do. And, and talking about talking about that, an army to do what you do. We have a, an extremely special guest today, uh, so special that I only uh, wanted her as the interview today on the show because we have so much to cover with her. Yes. and I, I wanted to make sure we had enough time. We have Lorraine Tallman here uh, in the studio. Lorraine, say hi, hello, to everybody, and she's been over there patiently listening. Um, and and hi again. Let's just wave really quick to our Facebook friends and say hi to all of them. Hi, you guys, Facebook, uh, and we think. Thank you for joining us today. We have the beautiful Lorraine Tallman here. If you can't see, you can't see her on the radio. She is in a tie dye shirt. Uh, this is Amanda's Hope Rainbow Angels. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what that is. And she's the founder and the driving force behind that. And there's so much to cover today. So I, I want to go way back, if we could, um, maybe back to the days when you became an entrepreneur and how you broke into that that uh, working force and as an entrepreneur, as a woman, maybe talk a little bit about what your first business was. Well, that um, brings me back a few decades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to say how many, we will not say how many, but um, when I was a young woman, um, I had worked for a large corporation and I was a manager for that company mm-hmm. and um, I had traveled um, from state to state, whenever a store was not doing well, I would go. They would, you know, send me there, and that's how I ended up in Phoenix, Arizona. I went from New York to Phoenix um, with one of the chain um, jewelry mm-hmm. stores, and then um, I realized I was working seventy, eighty hours a week on a salary. So mm-hmm. you divide that and what they pay you for salary and how many hours you work. It was like, ooh. You're making about four dollars an hour. (laughs) I've been in those my whole life. I feel like okay, so much for management. No, (laughs) but I will say it was an amazing um, nine years. I worked for them, and it was an amazing experience because Mm -hmm. they taught me, you know, about um, responsibilities Mm -hmm. and the financial reports, and you know, how do you break down sales every day, and and how do you do marketing to get people into Mm -hmm. your store, and. You know, uh, how do you hire good people and how do you go to the colleges and, you know, interview mm-hmm. new graduates to bring them into the company? And so my nine years there had given me a lot, a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so um, at the time when I was, you know, young 20s, I was thinking I'm working too much for not enough money. But now mm-hmm. that I'm older, I look back at it and want, you know, that was an incredible learning experience. And, and the company really taught and invested a lot of time mm-hmm. um, into me to make me 
um, who I was and, and to be in the position where they would move me mm-hmm. and um, send me to where stores um, needed a little TLC. Mm-hmm. And so, but during my time there, um, I started getting pain in my chest and, you know, and I was in my 20s and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Mm. And so I literally, I had left the company and um, went on a sabbatical to Hawaii Mm. and I met um, some people that were doing a floral business over there and um, to make a very long story short, I was like, I can do this. Mm. And I came back to Phoenix and um, learned everything that I did from the the flower people that were doing it in Hawaii and they were also doing it in Canada. And I, you know, we, I became good friends and um, had quite the relationship. And then um, I came to Arizona mm-hmm. and I said, I can do this. And so out of the garage, I started wrapping single wrapped roses yeah. and um, delivering them to 7-Eleven stores. Those were very popular for a long time. They were very yeah. popular in the I 80s. Those. Yes. <laughs> yes. That one little rose. That one little, the little miniature rose. Mm-hmm. And um, and then with the little teddy bears, I think yes. you mentioned. Yeah. I used to design teddy bears with mm-hmm. little outfits. And mm-hmm. we'd I'd go to China and get them made and bring them back. And so um, because of my foundation that I had learned in the mm-hmm. jewelry business, mm-hmm. um, I was able to bring all that work ethic and, and focus mm-hmm. and um, bring it to my own business. And mm-hmm. I owned the floral business for 20 years. And we went from servicing 15 stores here in the Valley to over 600 stores in the Valley and then 18,000 stores nationwide um, providing flowers um, through major distributing companies, you know, the Circle K's, the 7-Elevens, the Mobile on the Run. And so we would get contracts from them, you know, Christmas flowers, Mm -hmm. Valentine's Mm -hmm. flowers, St. Patrick's. And so we had built that business to... um, be pretty substantial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, and I learned a lot of lessons about really staying right. focused mm-hmm. and um, not letting people take me off the business plan. Like, right. mm-hmm. what is that strategic plan? So smart. And, um, you know, because I had such a distribution, mm-hmm. there were a lot of other opportunities. Well, mm-hmm. don't you want to sell this? And you could sell that. Right. And, you know, and then, you know, I tried a little bit and, and it wasn't going. And I was <laughs> like, no, get back to your plan. I'm glad you brought that Stay up. We talk know. about that a lot. And if it's one piece of advice, and I'm glad that you said that, that we can offer women is um, when you're either in a startup or when you have a specific business plan, uh, really stick to what your plan was and listen to your intuition right. and where you planned on going, because there are a lot of people that will give you advice to try to pull you off of that journey of exactly what that plan was. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we, we tend to repeat that a lot on the show. And it can be very tempting very because tempting. they're like, oh, you have this many mm-hmm. thousand stores. Well, if you yeah. just sell my product into those yeah. stores, you could make sure. this much more money. Yeah. And that's true. And it's really easy with a, with a product, especially because it's, you know, it's like, you know what the product is. It's been designed. It's already tried and mm-hmm. tested. And whatever works, when you see that it works, it's very easy mm-hmm. to stick with it. Whereas other people will start seeing other opportunities Generally, it comes from trying to grow, and they mm-hmm. want to grow faster than you want to grow <laughs> as a startup. Yeah. But I also think one of the things you said, which was important um, early on, was as when you were an employee working in mm-hmm. these companies, 
that's kind of like, I, I call it business 101. Absolutely. Because uh, you're going to get from that something that you can't get sitting in a classroom. I mean, they can tell you all day long, read this book, and this is how you do it. But when you work for a company and you do these things, you know, every single day and you have, you know, great managers and people that you mm-hmm. work with that actually help you to build on that, that's where you really learn, you sure. know, um, the grit of how to get out here on your own and do it because you've got that instant recall mm-hmm. to say, oh, this is what I did. And in I the think field experience, yeah. Yeah, and so I think Absolutely. that's really, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I that's something I always tell entrepreneurs, you know, it's like if you have uh, a job, I mean, that's really important. That's groundwork. That's business one-on-one. You, you, this really is where is. you learn. You know, you learn here, and that's going to determine how you're going to proceed, you know, once you do get your own business. So get that take So back. what happened with the business? We have, uh, we, we have like a minute, you know, before break, but maybe just kind of give us a little breakdown of. So um, the business was doing quite well, um, and then um, I got a shock of my life, and, um, and I found out my little girl had cancer. Mm. And you cannot run a business and take care of a terminally ill child. It Mm-mm. just doesn't go, and that old thing, the mice play when the cat's away, mm-hmm. it, it is so true. And people um, may take their job seriously, but when you're gone for a long term like mm-hmm. that, um, a, lot of the, um, a lot of things sure. are falling apart, sure. and, and I didn't have the energy to fix them sure. at yeah. the time, especially if I was in ICU with my daughter. Absolutely. Amanda so, needed your energy. Yeah, then, Amanda yeah. needed my yeah. energy. Your daughter, yeah. And so after 20 years, then I had to let the business go. Well, Lorraine, we are going to come back with you uh, right after break here. But for those of you just joining us, we're speaking with Lorraine Talman, who is the founder and driving force behind America Hope Rainbow Angels. And she went from jewelry to owning her own business as a florist for 20 years to taking care of Amanda. And that becomes the blossoming beginning of uh, where she is today with Amanda's Hope. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. You are listening uh, to us today, and we are in our second segment. Um, I am your host, Colleen Banks. And I'm Dee Daniels. And there's my co-host, and we are welcome in to our studio today, Lorraine Tallman. Hello, hello. hello. So hello. we've been speaking to Lorraine about um, her journey in business from uh, working for a jewelry company to managing a florist company at 20 years. And then she got a shock of her life and her daughter, uh, Amanda, was diagnosed with cancer. So please continue your story. So um, Amanda um, was diagnosed with leukemia. And um, it was quite a shock for me to find out that um, the treatment that she needed was going to take three years. Mm. And um, because children's uh, molecular structure growing so fast, cancer can grow so fast. Mm-hmm. So the, their treatment is a lot longer. And the other part that was very disappointing that we found out was there's only been three chemotherapy drugs actually developed for children since 1950. And the reason that is is because we really don't keep accurate stats on our mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Um, when Amanda passed away, her death certificate said natural causes. And yet she had fought cancer twice, Mm. leukemia the first time. And because of one of the chemo treatments she was on, it it causes secondary cancers. Mm. And then um, when we thought she was all healed and doing better, uh, she was diagnosed with a brain Mm -hmm. tumor. And it was a result of the treatment that she Mm -hmm. was actually on. And so that can be, as a parent who loves knowledge and education, when you're learning that you're going to be fighting a battle Mm -hmm. that doesn't have the resources that you Mm -hmm. think our children deserve um, and then find out why that they're not getting the research that they need. Mm -hmm. Um, It was quite a shock for our family and it it caused a lot of um, heartache, devastation and depression for her her sisters Mm -hmm. um, to to watch all of that happening. Um, But the silver lining in it all is Amanda had this warrior spirit and she kept you know, trying to figure out ways to help other children. She could have surgery in the morning and that playroom opened at 2.30. She had to, like, somehow get there to make sure all of her friends were okay. Oh, wow. So um, special. So I mean, special. Oh, my goodness. Did she teach me how to be sure. um, a better person? Yeah. Like, and there's times I say, I think I gave birth to an angel to um, teach me how to be a better person. Yeah, you had mentioned that to me one time uh, when we had met in the past. And um, for those of you listening, Lorraine is going to be on the May-June issue of Lead Up for Women magazine as the cover story. So you'll get to dive in a little bit deeper into her life um, in in the magazine as well. But you had mentioned that that you feel that she was had a mission on Earth as an angel to teach you 
what you needed to do and then bringing that experience you had of running a business, you were able to make this foundation successful. Exactly. Yeah. So um, for Amanda, her she had a bucket list, of course, mm-hmm. and um, for her it was all about dignity and respect. I don't know if a 13-year-old has a bucket list. That's what you <laughs> said for sure she had a bucket list, but I don't know how many 13-year-olds out there have a bucket list that or, or care yeah. that deeply or have such a mission that well, Amanda did. Yeah, especially the second time yeah. she fought cancer, she really found her her voice, she her did. sense yeah. of self. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being 12 and going to be 13 and the doctors and nurses constantly lifting her shirt up without her permission mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I don't know if, how many of you have been in a chemo room when everybody's lined up and, mm-hmm. you know, the next person could have brothers there that could sure. see her body or, yeah. you know, a grandfather. There's just or no just, privacy, there's, yeah. you know, yeah. You become a protocol. I remember one doctor saying to me, you know, you're on page 75 and you're on protocol, whatever. And I just looked at her and I was just like. I'm a human being. No, this is my my baby. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and she's not a disease. And Amanda used to say that. Mom, I love soccer and I love music and I love, you know, I'm not cancer. Right. And and she really had um, made some people listen. And the other thing that she was very clear about was you couldn't walk into a room and not know her name. Good for her. Yeah, so Absolutely. you yes. really needed to know her name. But the the apparel, she actually, um, out of frustration, mm-hmm. had these mm-hmm. dreams about this comfy cozy mm-hmm. um, for chemo apparel. And it has secret compartments and zippers and buttons and snaps, and so it's for her. You can hold it up for the for, video for, for the, you know Facebook, yeah. but they can see the zippers. So from the neckline, there's zippers so that go cute. to diagonal it's both on the, the right and the left side. Wow. And so that way they can zip it down at a diagonal, which takes the panel just from the front of the neckline right. mm-hmm. down to about the top of the, well, bottom of, I guess, of the chest bone and, mm-hmm. and drops that with a secret compartment in there. What would that uh, little, so the uh, little pocket the, hold there? Yeah, right. So the little pockets, you know, they're not always hooked up to the IV line. Correct. But right. you still have all these lines coming out of okay. your chest because some, if it's a broviac, they're permanent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if it's a port, you know, the needle has gone in. So when you're done with the line, but you still need more treatment, like in a few hours, mm-hmm. maybe you need blood or platelets okay. or whatever. So there's different times where you're not hooked up. Well, those lines have all those they would just snaps hang, on it yeah. and the tape and the dates mm-hmm. and all that. Well, your skin is so sensitive when you're on chemotherapy. Sure. And she would get scratch marks from the little tags that had the dates and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, on her chest, which was painful. Sure. And then after having, you know, that the tape wrapped around the yeah. port all the right. time, it mm-hmm. would rip her skin. Oh. Yeah. And so that was very, very tender. Yeah. So those IV lines, those clipping, mm-hmm. you know, would touch her sores. And uh, it just, you know, that was just one less mm-hmm. thing that she needed to have to deal with. And so the little pocket. So she had a vision of what right. this would be. And then on we'll the put sides. a photo of this on. Uh, yeah. We'll put a photo up and a link on our Facebook page as right, well, so, so everyone can see what what it is. I have several photos, and so that protected her skin basically mm-hmm. by having that in between her. And also and, kept and her skin. feeling like a little girl because right. she wasn't exposing herself to everyone oh, in the room. Right? They could she, just unzip the little zippers and and access exactly shirts. what yeah. they needed. That's and then so there's smart. I don't know if you see the slits and the so, snaps yeah. on the side. I did see that. Those were for her feeding tubes when she had them, or so you know, her blood transfusions mm-hmm. so they and could things just like lift that. that part off. Right, mm-hmm. and just manage her lines. And even when she was sleeping, 
if they knew the bloodlines were on the right mm-hmm. and the chemo lines were on the left. They didn't even have to wake her yeah. up. They just knew what line was where and, and could they could, they could and administer the medicine that, that she needed. Right. And this was her creation. Right. She told you what she felt needed to happen and in fun colors and in well she you know. was just like mom why can't they make a shirt with peekaboo compartments i don't why do they have yeah. to see my whole body so it was that kind <laughs> yeah. of like why is this yeah. such a problem yeah. wow. and that's how her bucket list actually started, started. and how our foundation yeah. it was the why why yeah. can't we do this yeah. you know imagine why do we have to do it the way we've always done it right why, why can't there be advancements or changes or I think that is so. You know, Lauren, I have to ask you this because, I mean, we're talking about Amanda and um, and the things that she did design wise. Tell me about her as a as a as a girl. (laughs) Tell me who this girl is. Just so about uh, Amanda. She wasn't a pink little girl. That's okay. She wore tie dye. Mm -hmm. She liked basketball shorts and Converse. I mean, Mm -hmm. so she was definitely um, an athlete. And so she loved soccer and playing sports and art and, um, you know, anything that was like action. She used to have, our neighbor had this big bouncy ball that she would just kind of a tomboy. Oh, most definitely a tomboy. (laughs) Matter of fact, the ribbon you see on the sleeve, Uh she used to say, Mom. (gasps) That's so cute. Why? Why is there only pink ribbons? Children don't get breast cancer. And so she made a ribbon with all the colors of all the kids' cancers included, and wow. then it's trimmed in gold. Yeah. She goes, Mom, d- everybody so everybody cool. needs dignity. Everybody yeah. everybody needs to yeah. be included. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sitting there going, she's 12. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that ribbon. I want something. And I was like, okay. <laughs> we yeah. can make a cancer ribbon for children with all the colors mixed sure. in. So that so that's kind of how that, that ribbon, because mm-hmm. she... Or if somebody didn't know her and send her a pink outfit, mm-hmm. she'd look at me and go, "Clearly, they don't know me. Clearly. They don't know. They didn't know yeah. her to yeah. do pink." <laughs> no, right. they, no, you had a man, you have Amanda, but um, you had other children. You said yes, too. So two older daughters. You had two mm-hmm. older daughters. Yeah. Wow. So I just want to know what their thoughts of of their sister because she has to have been a huge inspiration to mm-hmm. them. Uh, they have to be so proud of the work that she's done. And, and the fact that, you know, obviously they, they love her because that's their sister. But for somebody her age to do something so um, huge, because it's big. Mm-hmm. It's huge. They have mm-hmm. to really think, wow, that's my sister. She did that. Yeah. And they're, they're so proud of her. But during the journey, I can say it was very difficult because we give them the steroids that turn them into the Tasmanian devil. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, whenever you're doing steroids, it can make you quite agitated and angry. Mm-hmm. And so my, you know, my other two daughters really had to roll the roller coaster when she was happy and fun and giggly and wanted to play games and board games. And mm-hmm. she loved board games. And and then she could just snap in a heartbeat and just, you know, attack verbally. You know, get out of my room, and mm-hmm. I don't want you anyone touching me. And, you know, so yes. you, so you have like almost a split personality. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so um, I remember trying to get counseling for everyone, and of course, you know, insurance didn't pay for counseling, and we were paying for chemo, so there was like, right. oh, yeah, no, thank you. And so, um, but it 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 took a toll. But now, um, you know, the girls, you know, will volunteer for the charity, and they love going to events and sure. playing with the kids and. You know, they're just so proud. I was um, showing my daughter a video of one of our kiddos last night, and, and both of us just sat there and held hands so crying. Sweet. It was yes. like, oh, yeah. man. And, and it is overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, yes. We've helped over 9,000 children in seven years. 
It's overwhelming. That's when you think of that number. That's huge. And how does the foundation for Amanda's Hope? How do you help families? How how does that happen? I I know you have the comfy cozies, but explain how you get those to the families and all the other. In the backpack with all the toys and the goodies. So um, we work with all of the child life specialists and social workers Mm -hmm. in different hospitals. We're in all of Arizona's hospitals. Um, And we're in 50 other hospitals across the United States. So we're in every state. We're not just in Arizona. Yep, Mm -hmm. you're in a bunch of other states as well, Um, sure. So all the social workers have our information. Mm-hmm. We have an application on our, our website that says apply for Comfy Cozies. Yeah. And um, and they just come through every day. Every day mm-hmm. we get new yeah. applications and every day we ship them out. And there's this amazing company called Affinity Apparel that stores all of our Comfy Cozies in mm-hmm. Kentucky. And um, this, the CEO had come to our gala a few years back, and he was like, oh, my, you know, it's apparel. So and right. he's an apparel company. And he was mm-hmm. like, we need to do something. And so Michael um, took, if you'd have seen my house with comfy cozies in every room, yeah. living room, <laughs> bedroom, even the bathroom. They, were, being, they, were, they were everywhere. Yeah. Um, he was like, no, no, no. So we sh- he literally had paid for us to ship all the comfy cozies mm-hmm. to Affinity Apparel. And then now they ship them for free. Mm-hmm. Wherever they need to go, anywhere in the world, they they, they take care them. of it. Yeah. So that's their gift back to yeah. us is to warehouse them and ship them. So talk about community coming yeah. together to help bring Absolutely. this cause together. But it goes back. It it really does go back to the you know staying um, on point with the mission, yeah. which is helping children. Yeah. So we do the comfy cozies, and that's how um, we're so successful. Um, kids love them, and then they share with their friends. So social media is a big part of sharing sure. our stories so uh, kids yeah. can get them for free. Yeah. Yes. And then this year we opened our own counseling center um, because oh. that was such a huge need yes. when we went through it and couldn't get the help. So we don't bill insurance companies. We, we, we have a big gal in October. We raise the money mm-hmm. and we have amazing therapists on staff. And so um, families um, can fill out uh, mm-hmm. intake form on our website and it goes straight to the counselors. It doesn't go to the general all of our staff, right, but just right. to the counselors, and they um, invite the families in, and they get to go into our playroom and our music and art and light therapy. We really are blessed to have it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you said you do that gala um, once a year, mm-hmm. and you raise money um, yes. that really helps you get through, gosh, it yeah, pretty much gets you through the year. We plan our budget yeah. on the gala. Mm-hmm. So we do yeah. our gala in October, and then yeah. our, our board of directors, you know, right. we're meeting right. after that to go, okay, this is this is how and many it, families we can help. If somebody was um, wanting to donate to Amanda's Hope that was on the phone, how would they do that? Would they go through your website, and what is the website? Right, they can go on amandahope.org. But there's all – what I love about our charity, and I learned this from the jewelry business, mm-hmm. was we make very restricted um, gifts. So yeah. if you want to decorate a transplant room for a child – it's $150. If you want to buy a Comfy Cozy for a child, they're 35 So smart. If you want, we cater meals. Because Purposeful donations is very, what I call it. It's very intentional. Instead of putting out there, you can donate $50, $100, $1,000. No one knows where their money's going to, but you say, you want a Comfy Cozy? This amount of money, 35 You want to decorate? I love that. Because then they feel like they're doing something specific. Absolutely. donating for something that changes a life. Oh, my God. Because they know exactly where their money is going. And and yeah. when they sponsor children through our yeah. Facebook page, or they yeah. can actually follow the children in their stories. We yeah. post them and go, you know, here's this child. They need a comfy cozy. Yeah. And then you can... 
if you sponsor the child, then you can yeah. actually follow their story and, and, and know how they're doing. And Tell me about some of the other items you have there. Uh, we have a couple minutes, but tell me the other items that you have for, like, the bag that you send. So we do different things, like, usually when you're diagnosed with cancer, you don't know, so you're in the hospital. So sure. we have little, like soaps and lotions and things yeah. like that that mm-hmm. a mom would need mm-hmm. um there's the kids might need socks they might mm-hmm. need um you know things to do in the room because they're not going to mm-hmm. be allowed to leave the room for a while right. so we mm-hmm. do puzzles and games and you know little rubik's cube and yeah. brain teasers and little stuffed animals we do a mindfulness kit inside of them where we teach mom and the child breathing techniques, mm. you know, with a little breathing. We put a little stuffed animal. We call them the breathing buddy. Right. So you get to name your breathing that, buddy yeah. and, you know, the five-finger breathing. And, yeah. you know, so and it shows them with breathing yeah, and lift the... And, it's, and it actually yeah. teaches mom and child, right. you know, how, how to cope. We're, we're, we're giving them coping skills because right. the pain is coming. You're, you're not going to avoid it. The loneliness is coming. You're not going to avoid it. Um, you know, your depression in your family, the financial desperation. Yes. Yeah. I remember coming home and my utilities was turned off one day. And it was like, uh, yeah. you know, and, and it was devastating. I mean, I cried and cried and cried. And so I, we basically, Amanda saw what we were going mm-hmm. through and what happened with our family and said, Mom, somebody needs to do something about this. Well, Lorraine, we are going to come, we're going to head to break real quick and come back. So all of you listeners stay with us because we're going to hear more about how you can donate or if you know someone uh, that is struggling uh, and needs help from uh, Amanda's Hope or how you can donate to help. Uh, We will give all those details when we get back from our break. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. Tune in for Five Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on five Blossom Gatherings, the Four Voices Program, and Fires of Compassion. Every program is available on demand, so if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, listeners. We are back. You are listening to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. Again, I am your host, Colleen Biggs. And I'm Dee Daniels. And we also have Lorraine Tallman here. And if you've been listening to our show, she is the founder uh, behind America's Hope uh, Rainbow Angels. So we've spent the whole entire show speaking to Lorraine about how Amanda's Hope came about and and, uh, about her daughter, Amanda. And I know there's another very important piece that I want to cover, which is the needle that just came through. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about... From the beginning, why you needed it, what what brought you to start working with those thirty engineers to get this developed? So it actually became it came from a heartache. Mm-hmm. So every time Amanda went to the emergency room to get her port access for you know her blood transfusions mm-hmm. or her chemo, mm-hmm. the nurses would miss, and so you have this one inch needle going into your chest that misses the port. So Gosh. and you can imagine when you're having painful. to hold your child down to. When, them to when do they that. miss, and then they miss, and then they miss again. One night, it was like seven times. Goodness. It was a nightmare. I call That's it, worse I call than it the worst. No. The worst. <laughs> it was one of the worst be. nights that yeah. we ever had um, yeah. fighting chemo but uh, or cancer. But so it was such a struggle. And, and, and I would talk to moms, and I mean mm-hmm. hundreds and thousands of moms, and they're like, I mm-hmm. don't know why the emergency room nurses cannot access a port. Yeah. And it it was just became this, um, Amanda would have to take Ativan and Benadryl just to get her calm enough to walk through because she would have these major anxiety attacks knowing, she knows knowing it's the pain hurt. that was going to come, yeah. you know, within minutes of her getting in there. So mm-hmm. I actually had reached out to Bard, which is now BD, and um, had spoken to them about yeah. uh, why can't we get this, like, why? What is mm-hmm. the problem? Why can't we come up with something better? This yeah. seems so that we're eyeing, you know, we're sticking this one-inch needle into the port that's under the skin. Right. So um, because of the HIPAA laws, they were not allowed to talk to patients, only providers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the nurses and the doctors are like, it's fine, it's fine. No, there's nothing mm-hmm. fine about it. It's not yeah. fine. And yeah. so um, as we started doing research, this was a global problem. This mm-hmm. wasn't just, you know... Uh, uh, Phoenix Children's Hub problem. This yeah. was everywhere problem. Now, was it with just the kids or was it even with the adults, too? Well, um, I found out it was the same thing with the adults. So, I mean, I didn't know it at the time, but right. I, we did discover the same thing with the adults. And um, then I actually saw it when my husband um, was diagnosed with cancer a year ago, a little over a year ago. And same thing. They couldn't get the port. It was but the Going needle that, the and especially thing. when I knew, mm-hmm. knew that the problem was solved, but it was sitting at the FDA, <laughs> that was a little like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, why mm-hmm. can't we get this fixed? You know, what's taking so long? But as you know, everything takes a long mm-hmm. time when you go to the FDA. It's a process. It's yes. a process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll just leave it at that. It is a process. But we finally got it approved um, last year, the, the Amanda Port Stabilizer. And it's really just a piece of, um, it's this plastic covering with a guidance system in it. So it fits over the port. You click a button on the top, and the needle goes straight in. So a nurse can't miss. You know, it's like one one shot. 
we got it. We even tested it with it like tilted, you know, 15 degrees. Yeah. It still had a 96% um, accurate rate. Um, For all of our listeners, we're going to put a photo of that out there. Because it is amazing. And if you are getting chemotherapy or dialysis, Mm -hmm. if you have a port, you want this Amanda stabilizer because just think one poke. Like, yeah. uh, hello, this right. isn't rocket science. It's right. literally just, it's this one, it's a dog. It isn't, but it is, because I love how there's the engineers that are actually manufacturing and putting these out. They're not connecting the the customer and, you know, the, the user, end user, and the challenges that they're having. And I feel like what you did was you brought the challenges that the end user was having back to the engineers, and they're just like, well, of course we would fix this to tell us exactly what what's right. happening. But unless someone raises their voice and speaks up to make that change, you didn't have to do anything. It could have just continued. That's what I love your stand on what you're doing is you're changing this so that every child or adult or anyone who's suffering with cancer moving forward does not have to suffer through the things that we did 20 years ago or right. 10 years ago. You're making change for for every every person who's struggling or suffering because now they have an alternative way. And it's so much easier. Now we just have to get through the politics of the hospital and get best practices into gear and go, this is best practices. Right. And if anyone out there knows how to cut through those politics quickly, this is a good idea (laughs) for them to step up and and see what they can do to help get this through because it's all about the comfort of the patients. Right. Um, And it's ease for the it's also very quick in the emergency room because it's one time versus well, seven times of I them can, trying I to. I can tell you the post-stress disorders that yeah. cancer families go through yeah. from unnecessary pain yeah. is off the chart. So this is just one thing we can check off the list. Right. That's a reason. That is the main reason um, to do that and yeah. make sure that that is a product that's out there that are, that's available, um, you know, to the patients because it's all about keeping them comfortable and, and not in pain. So. And not only that, it's only a dollar more than what they're paying. It's, this right. isn't, this is a piece of, it's a do- like, okay, oh, get boy. through your politics. It, what, I mean, yeah. if they miss the needle three times, right. five times, they just paid for three to five needles. You can't keep reusing the same needle. Yeah. So Such you're going to pay a solution. fortune yeah. um, with those needles, mm-hmm. keep throwing, missing, throwing, missing, mm-hmm. and or just get it right the first time. Sure. And it's frustrating. It's like, you know, some of us, I, I know, I, and, and this is in no way a comparison, but it's just, I got irritated. A lot of times I go to get my blood drawn and they couldn't find my needle. So I just get mm-hmm. poked, poked, and poked a lot of the times because mm-hmm. they miss the vein. Yeah. So imagine someone, you know, like Amanda that is having to go through this all the time, but on a worse level of, you know, having it put through like ports mm-hmm. and all this. That I, I, I just think it's inhumane if there's a way to not do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. that simple. I'm very passionate about this Amanda port stabilizer. Yeah. Yeah. Every simple. hospital needs yeah. it. This is. No-brainer. So for our listeners that are out there, and thank you again, Lorraine, for sharing your story. Um, And I know you have so many. If there's any donors out there that are major donors of yours that you want to give a shout-out to, please feel free to do that. Oh, absolutely. There's so many. There's, you know, BD and BARD and Lincoln Heritage. Um, Affinity Apparel is just incredible. The Thunderbirds here locally have just done incredible work. BHHS Legacy. Um, funds our counselors. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the executive council, the 
the you know Scottsdale yeah. 2030 Club. I right. mean, this community, Wonderful. and then again, all the sports teams, yeah. the Suns and the Diamondbacks. Yeah. You know, yeah, they all see how yeah. important. Give you uh, grants. You know, it's wonderful. Yeah, how it's how would somebody get in touch with you? Give us all of your um, social media pages, Facebook. So um, our Facebook is Amanda Hope yeah. Rainbow mm-hmm. Angels, and we also have one just for Comfy Cozies for Chemo. Okay. So we have two Facebooks yeah. there. Good. And then all of our Instagram and LinkedIn and all of that is just at A-H-R Angels. So A-H-R-A-N-G-E-L-S. Got it. So it's Perfect. kind of like Amanda Hope Rainbow and then okay. the word angels. Great. And your website? Is AmandaHope.org. AmandaHope.org. Yes, right. exactly. Uh, well, thank you again for being here today and it's sharing an your story and um, it's an honor for you to be here with us. And yes. like I said, she'll be uh, gracing the cover of our May-June issue for mm-hmm. Lead Up for Women. Uh, you're such an inspiration to every woman out there, for every child, for every mother. Yes. We need hope. And exactly. we need someone to be pioneering the way for families. Because if if you are in that situation, like you said, the pain is going to come. The depression will be there. The struggles with med- it's all going to be there. The financial. Right. So because it is, you navigating and creating resources to help parents through that. And and I've seen your your place. And you have events for children. And when they are at certain levels, you mentioned they're allowed to be out of the hospital to yes. be able to attend right. these events. And and um, your whole life purpose is to just change the world and bring comfort to families and children. Absolutely. It's all about the dignity. Yeah. We need to give our children the dignity they deserve. And after everything you've been through, I'm just amazed at, at your heart and how much you pioneer the future for, for medicine really, um, for these families and give them hope. Absolutely. Thank you you so much. We appreciate that. Yes. Well, we want to, um, we want to, Talk a little bit about what we have um, coming up to uh, for uh, for lead up for women. Sorry, I'm still um, back on what we've been talking to Lorraine about. It's it's just such an honor to have her here with Amanda's Hope, and for all of you that haven't already gone out to to check the website, please do so. Um, you know, there's resources available for families. If you know of a family, please make sure that you uh, share this on from the Facebook page. Share this from the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Uh, this will be on demand, so it will play over and over and over right. again whenever you want to listen to it. And uh, please make sure that you get out there and share this on every social feed that you can. I think that we have a strong following. And uh, if all of you could share, could you imagine the 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 tide that we could that we could produce out there to get the name out there for for Amanda Hope. So everyone please uh, be sure to share share that information. Um, yes. And like I was mentioning um, from our uh, live Atlanta uh, show that we have our, our luncheon that we have today, um, we will also be going into Philadelphia uh, when in uh, June 13th and we will have Marnie. For those of you that missed the beginning of the show, we have Marnie Schneider, the founder of Keep On Playing Foundation. She's also an author. Uh, she helps helps little girls uh, and does foundations for little boys and little girls. She's also the granddaughter 
of a previous owner of the NFL Phoenix, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. I said Phoenix, Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> the we, Eagles. They, some people oh. only wish that, that the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles were in Phoenix. And the founder of the uh, Ronald McDonald House, again, another organization to provide mm-hmm. for children yes. uh, who were sick. So we're so glad that she's going to be she's going to be joining us. And she's also going to be um, joining us on next week's show. So we're going to have her as a guest uh, on next week's and show. On the radio show yeah, next so week. she's on the uh, panel in June, really but nice. she's actually um, on the radio show next week. So don't forget to to reach out to her, um, and you'll be able to speak to her and learn a little bit about her story. Uh, so we're excited about that. And remember, all of the radio interviews that we do, uh, like I said, they're on demand. You can go to our Facebook page. You can mm-hmm. we use Twitter, you know, Lead Up for Women, Instagram, Lead Up for Women. Also, they can, you know, we're always uh, if someone has their iPhone, they can go into iTunes and and mm-hmm. get Lead Up to mm-hmm. Women or uh, Google Play, mm-hmm. as well as Spotify. Uh, we are syndicated everywhere, so mm-hmm. anywhere you can go and and look for us, we're going to be there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, don't forget that our uh, we we also have opportunities uh, to get the word out. So any companies out there that are interested in utilizing the platform that we have both, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we, we do our videos for Facebook as well uh, when we do our, our shows. So you can not only um, advertise through uh, the radio show, right. we have that, that available yes. through commercials and banner ads. Sponsorship. And sponsorship, ads, yes. yep. You also have the opportunity in print in the magazine to be able to to do those um, sponsorships mm-hmm. and then we have all of our luncheons that right are available, and then so. our product placement yeah. I mean we have products we have yeah. right here and talk about absolutely uh, right in here um, there's a lot so. of opportunities for companies to not only get the name of their company out if they're looking to mm-hmm. market but I think the other strategic approach to that is to have their name partnered with a company that they support right. a Brand. movement that they support absolutely. so if you support um, of movement, just like we support uh, Amanda Hope exactly. and Lorraine being here today, uh, we you know and partnering with them. Same thing. If if a company is looking to put their name and and be behind a movement where we're empowering women and and giving them the tools that they need to be stronger uh, in work or in their community and their personal mm-hmm. lives, right. uh, you know we want to make sure that we're pioneering that way for the the women that follow Absolutely. coming into the workforce. So. Right. That, that's what we do. That's the mission here. <laughs> so do you have any last minute uh, notes that you'd like to share, Dee, before we well, wrap up? it's been a, a, a really interesting week, and I have really um, enjoyed this conversation, and I just want to make sure that we do our best to, to make sure that this gets out there everywhere mm-hmm. in terms of us mm-hmm. sharing it and having everybody else share it. Um, I think that this... Today's show was directly um, uh, in line with the mission that we mm-hmm. have in terms of to making sure that we're educating and, mm-hmm. you know, informing and, and having resources and just partnering with people that are like minded. Mm-hmm. And, and we loved having you here. It was just uh, such a refreshing, so great. Uh, great interview. And, you know, I look forward, obviously, to uh, some of the other mm-hmm. shows that we have coming up because mm-hmm. uh, we've got a, a complete lineup uh, of shows mm-hmm. that are coming up. And, and uh, we're going to have more women that are going to come and, and bring their message and, mm-hmm. and continue uh, to inspire. But uh, other than that, I, I just, you know, want us to keep doing what we're doing mm-hmm. and empowering other women and make sure that 
if they want to um, get in touch with us, they know, you know, some of those yeah. places. Uh, if you know somebody that may make a good guess, and we talked about this oh, yeah. before. Info at um, we like for, for women. You to, com, yeah. yeah, make sure that you send us a note mm-hmm. and say, hey, here's somebody we think might be a good guest on your yeah. show. And we will take a look in and consider uh, having that person on yeah. the show. And also reach out to us on all our, of our social uh, media. Right. All right. Thanks, Dee. Well, in closing, I just want to remind all of you to remember that you are the only you that has ever been, and you are the only you that will ever be. So be you and be strong and be brave and lean into your best self. And we'll see you guys next week. Next week. All right, take care. Thank you for joining us for Lead Up For Women. Speak up to lead up. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk more next week.